Hey, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And this is Kurt and Jen Make a Podcast. And this week, we're talking about my pick, the Red Elvises, also sometimes known as Igor and the Red Elvises. Um, but I absolutely love this surf rock, rockabilly style band that we have here. They formed in the 90s in California, not in Russia. Although of Russian Although, descent, right? Yeah. Well, so Igor is German. Um, And he grew up in the Ukraine, but went to school in Russia. And he had a bit of a wild streak and liked the rock and roll music that was forbidden in Mother Russia. And so he made the rock and roll band that we listen to today. Yeah. And I was looking at, of course, I always look at this, at, at the Wikipedia page, their genres. Rockabilly. Yes, surf, accurate. Surf rock. Accurate. Folk rock? Yes, because it's Russian folk rock. Okay, So Fair it's enough. Russian folk music. You can, you can definitely get the vibe in some of it. Okay. Funk rock? Disagree. Why is funk rock popping up everywhere? I don't know. There's someone else. I think it's just to annoy Kurt. I think somebody knows what we're going to be doing. And what they do is they go into <laughs> the Wikipedia article just to bait Kurt. Uh, and then disco. Yes. Yes. Because he's a closet disco dancer. Yeah, but even that song. Is, let tell you what. Why don't we Why don't we start off with that song? Since I think it's on both of our lists here. It is actually not on my list, but it is one of my favorites. So Kurt, wherever you want to play it, you go for it. Because you know what? I want to dance all night. Woohoo! All right, so this is a little bit of Closet Disco Dancer by the Red Elvises. Remember 1985, you gave me records by police. You didn't know that next day, I traded them for new BGs. Okay. Woohoo! That's the next line. The next line is woohoo. You can never leave a woohoo hanging um, because then all the woo girls get really upset and sad. And woo I think girls? one. Ma- yeah. You've n- did you not watch how, um, how I Met Your Mother? No, I did not watch. Oh, woo girls is a br- like a brand. I think it's an age group of girl of women who like to go woo at the bars. So are you a woo woo girl? I- I was definitely, there was definitely a woo girl period of my life. So, Got you it. know. Okay. As, as one has. So. One tends to have when they have a lot of an energy. <laughs> and, and don't have quite the words to express it. <laughs> you don't, you don't need words. You just need woos. So. And booze usually goes with it too. <laughs> woos and booze. Woos and booze. A woos, booze cruise. Booze leads to woos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't think that this the presence of this one song put makes them a disco genre band. Uh, I know, but I can see why somebody would put this on, right? Because that is that is funny, and I I support fully what this person did, a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, so I I won't I won't fight them. I won't try to take it off of the Wikipedia page. However, you can take the funk rock off. Well, I. 
I, I think I'm resigned to just whatever's on Wikipedia. Just leave it there. I don't think I'm going to battle anymore. Um, but this this song isn't even mostly that much that much of a disco song. I mean, the the like the synthy strings actually sounds more ELO ish, but you know, slightly disco-y. But other than that, it's uh, I don't so I judgy, Kurt. So judgy. Judging, judging my closet disco dancers. Yes. Um, I think this was the first song that I hear, heard by them. And this is a band where I heard them live in concert before I heard them anywhere else because it's the Red Elvises. So Not you a lot went of radio and, play. You went and saw them before you heard any other songs? They played the Union at Florida State. And so, yes, I saw them live and in person with a giant red bass guitar amazingness and and actually that is a bass balalaika is, whatever that is it's even more amazing yeah it's so that that is an enormous i mean it is if you can imagine a bass guitar with the body of it uh just like an equilateral triangle and the base of that like one side of that triangle being like three feet long would that is, do you see that's about accurate? Maybe even a little more than three feet long. I think it's bigger than that. It's it's enormous. It's it is really large. There's a woman now who plays it in the band, um, and she is shorter than the guitar. And so, did that did that balalaika? Did that stay with the band or? Yes, it stayed uh, with the band. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's, that's so unusual. Even right? though the original balalaika player is no longer with. The Red Elvises, uh, now in Igor and the Red Elvises, or Igor Red Elvises, I'm not sure. Um, the new person playing the balalaika is is a female, so it was originally dudes. So, but are you sure it's the same one? Is the question? It is the same. One. I mean, okay. I don't. There, there are not very how many, many of in them the exist. How many? Although you've got Did the specs the... for it, right? You've you've got a base with a equilateral triangle painted red as the body of it and that's true i guess you could remake it but i want to i want to choose to believe that it is an original member of the band and will always <laughs> always stay with it because it have a name it's an elvis i don't know i call it elvis i oh, think okay. it's the red elvis ah got it and the rest of them are the red elvises it's the red elvis so for the one thing that i don't particularly like about playing the bass is that it is a fairly heavy instrument but that yes. thing looks like it is just enormous and uh-huh. really uncomfortable do they yeah. do they play it through the entire set or do they just yes. whip it out really no the entire show okay. at least this is circa early aughts uh so like very like long time ago when they just had the two records um okay. it was Every single song and the commitments and the fervor and the delight has made me a long, a lifelong fan. Okay. So my engineer brain is working and I have to imagine that that's got to have some like lightning, like holes in the back where they cut out some of that material so that it is not super heavy. If that's a big solid piece, then that's got to weigh like 40 pounds. And that is yeah. a bit much to have on your shoulders for the entire that show. That is true. It is usually resting on the ground. But speaking of big beasts. Um... Oh, okay. Thank four, you. Thank you for half. the applause. Four and a half. Segue. That was great. Uh, a beast that I enjoy to eat, which I know our friend here, Kurt, does not. 
because he is vegan. Is that uh, a roast beast? Is that what we're talking about? Well, we're going to talk about pigs. So, yeah. So, we're going to talk about smell the bacon. Okay. I'm going to... That's four out of five. That's not four. <laughs> that's okay. I, I gotta I'll wait, take it. I got to wait until hear the song that you're going into before I actually read it. But, okay. I don't know, man. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Smell the bacon, smell the bacon, your desire. Smell the bacon, smell the bacon, smell the bacon, I'm on fire. Smell the bacon, smell the bacon, smell the bacon, your desire. Bacon, 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 bacon. This is how I'm opening every brunch from now on. There will be a ribbon cutting and this song being played. Like a giant red ribbon, giant scissors, and then this song playing to unleash you onto the bacon. Not you, but the rest of the people who enjoy food that is delicious. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. That's just, (laughs) you know, put, put a bunch of pomp and circumstance around the food that I don't eat. But that's fine. That's fine. You do what you need to do. I will. Is this song a metaphor or is he actually talking about smelling bacon? I think he's talking about smelling bacon. Okay. And I don't care because it's so funny. I love it so much. Okay. It does make me think of that scene in Wayne's World. Oh, the the donut shop. Oh, Mm -hmm. Stan Makita's donut shop where they see officer, some Polish name. I forget what. It's like, do you smell bacon? <laughs> okay. So that's, you don't think that they're talking about the cops? I mean, maybe. Okay. It's not where my brain goes to because I don't do anything illegal, Kurt. <laughs> I don't know why your brain goes there. You you always go at the speed limit? You, I'm going to play the fifth, fifth? Yeah, okay. I figured yeah. this much. <laughs> uh, so... Of course, one of the songs that uh, especially speaks to me is a little song called Rocket Man. Ah, it's on my list too! I figured as much. Of course, we are not talking about the the Elton John song, Rocket Man. Sir Elton John, again, Sir Elton John. Let's give him the sir. Very well. My lady. (laughs) Have I told you that my son started, started doing that to me, Reese? So he will open the door and he'll be like, my lady, come here. <laughs> my lady, would you like to go upstairs? And I'm like, what is happening? Is he doing this to kiss kiss up to you? Is he doing this I, to get something he wants? I guess, because it works. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, he is so charming. And I am, like, going to be in so much trouble because this kid is going to have himself a sugar mama or dada real soon. <laughs> like... So when he's not becomes, gonna take very long. He he listened to your set and he's he's working on becoming the gigolo. He is. <laughs> he's on fire. <laughs> All right. Here's a little bit of Rocket Man. Get 
I do really love this tune. Me too. It's a great song. And yeah. it is a a theme that uh, has interests me about the the sex lives of astronauts or cosmonauts. Uh, and I even wrote a sketch about this uh, for Baby Fishmouth that uh, has not made it to uh, the stage yet. But wait, you're shaking your head like you. Yeah, it's I. I love a lot of your sketches, Kurt, and that is the one where I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's a hard one to pull off on a budget. Pull so. off. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. On a budget. Well, we're going to just go ahead and sidestep everything there. And I'm going to go to a related song instead. So there's a lovely song called Space Cowboy that this reminds me of. Did you get to listen to Space Cowboy? I did not. <gasps> How dare you, Kurt? Okay, this is Space Cowboy. Is, it, is this an homage to Steve Miller? No, not no. at all. Okay. <laughs> we just have lots of... I mean, like, maybe he got the title from that song, but... I don't know what else to tell. It's like it's exactly like how Rocket Man has nothing to do with Sir Elton John. Okay. Always on the run. Space cowboy. Cool and groovy man. Space cowboy. Got a laser gun. Space cowboy. Crazy. Do space cowboys have a laser gun? I feel like we are not equipping our astronauts properly. There should be a laser gun. Yeah, but it has to be a six shooter, right? Just yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, which actually reminds me, Kurt, oh. did you know that the Red Elphises were in a movie? Yes, I was aware of that. And yes, the fact because that... I told you that you're going to have to watch it sometime soon. It is a wonderful film called Six String Samurai. In uh, It is set in post-apocalyptic, like post-World War III. Um, Russia has won. We are in like the deserts going on our way to Las Vegas with Buddy Holly, who's going to try to become the new king because Elvis has died. And the Red Elvises pop up with that giant, I'm sorry, what was it, balalaika? I believe that's correct. Uh, that giant red balalaika and sing. And actually they do almost the entire soundtrack, which is another reason why I love it so much. Also, the director of photography went to Florida State and graduated from Florida State's uh, college or like... College? Uh, that's the right film studies program. Okay, yeah. very good. Yeah. So... So is this like take place? Okay, so I'm trying to figure out the. We're in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Right, but I'm just trying. So this is the the World War Three happened after World War Two, obviously, but yes. before Buddy Holly died. But before Buddy Holly died. So like right. in, in the late fifties, is that when this? Fifty. It's set in 1957. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah, it is set in 1957. Elvis Presley has just died. Who killed Elvis? I don't know. Uh, it's not, we don't know. All we know is the king is dead. And the, there's a radio, uh, like a, a guy who's transmitting a radio signal to everyone in Lost Vegas. 
um, in the lost Vegas area um, to come to. I think you like that pun a little too I much. I do. Ken. I love it. So I love everything about this film. It is so ridiculous. Um, and so we meet our hero, Buddy Holly, who is only ever addressed as Buddy, but I mean, is clearly wearing a Buddy Holly get up and looks like Buddy Holly. Um, and he's hauling his six string on his back because he's going to be the new king. Okay. Is it, of Vegas. Does he have the, the Stratocaster like Buddy Holly did? I believe so, but I, I cannot confirm that at this moment. Okay. Might, actually, he might have had a Jaguar, but I knew he had a Fender. So, all right. Cool, cool. Um, are there any, like, known actors in this? No. Okay. <laughs> but it is a delightful trip of a movie. I own it on DVD. <laughs> because of course, so I think I saw the Red Elvises, and then we did a screening of the show uh, at Florida State, um, and I bought that right away. Like I bought that Red Elvises CD as soon as I heard, like it's like five seconds into the set, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy this CD right now." Um, and then I bought the DVD after the screening. <sighs> well, it sounds like one of those that you should probably hold on to because you might have trouble finding it on streaming services. How? There you. It is really well done. It is very well done. I know, but it sounds very, um, oh, what's the term for, the, it's a, uh, a cult classic. Yes. Right? And, and, and I'm not saying that it's not, it's not good. I'm just saying that a lot of these cult classics often have uh, issues finding them on a streaming service. That is true. So it's, true. it is good that you have the DVD and that you're holding on to that. So. Very good. Okay. Uh, so another so another song that uh, the Red Elvises do that have to do with a profession. Sad Cowboy. It's the Sad Cowboy song. I love Sad Cowboy song. Yeah. It is so funny. Yeah. I love everything. I love that he was born in Chernobyl. I love, and that's how the song starts. He was like, I was born in Chernobyl. Oh my God, it's so good. I was son of a gun. Oh my God. Was, okay. So let's, uh, let's play a little bit of it. Sweetheart She was a folk singer. I gave her a ring. She gave me the finger. She treated me bad She tickled my tummy She done me wrong How about it please see done me I mean, isn't that every cowboy song? Every every cowboy song is a sad cowboy song. I haven't heard a happy cowboy song. Have you heard a happy cowboy song? Well, if you listen to poison every cowboy sings the same sad song Mm -hmm. by the way i do not suggest that you spend any time listening to poison however they agree with you on this one (laughs) by the way this this song is not a cowboy song at all the the music musically speaking and in fact this song sounds very similar to a song that we have covered on a previous episode of what So tell me if this song doesn't sound musically a lot like this one. (laughs) 
Doesn't it sound similar though? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what song this is. I mean, I'm sure you're right and that we covered it on this podcast. I just don't remember. Okay, just a second. Oh, okay. Okay. But, so that was Nothing But Flowers that we talked about on uh, the Talking Heads. But musically, isn't that really similar? Doesn't it? Have yeah, a... it definitely has that island beat to it. Right. That the... That the Talking Heads have. Which is a very strange kind of groove to put to a song called Sad Cowboy Song. Sad Cowboy <laughs> Song. But, and speaking of borrowing uh, some music and some musical chops, the a song that I very much enjoy, but it is a blatant riff off, is Surfing in Siberia. a 100% ripoff. This is this is like when you go down Canal Street and you're like, I want that fake Louis Vuitton bag <laughs> that and on the inside isn't correct at all. And also the seams aren't right either. That's okay. that's what the Red Elvises are. They're your knockoff beautiful bag. And this is the Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> Which is, yeah. of course, Miserloo by the king of the surf, surf guitar, Dick Dale. Which we also talked about on this podcast! <laughs> and we'll so probably talk crazy. about again if we uh, ever do the uh, the Black Eyed Peas. We will definitely talk about uh, Dick Dale again. <laughs> well, hey, Kurt. Yeah. You want to take a little break? Absolutely. Well, I know we've both had wonderful cars we both have wonderful cars but really the best car is a honda am i right it's so good and i think that igor would back me up on this that's right here's a little bit of i want my honda back with igor telling us about how great hondas are they're just so reliable guys they're just so reliable this one is about domestic disputes it's called i want my honda back honda civic Hatchback, 1995, the best car ever. Such a great voice. Sing along. When my Natasha left me, and as she said for good, she took away my Honda, my problems and my food. 
I'm trying not to freak out I didn't do no crap I don't need my baby I want my Honda back <laughs> It's so good I just love it So it's Igor and Red Elvises Not the Red Elvises Igor and Red Elvises To over overdo this well, it says Andy, but he says Igor and Red Elvises. Well, and when you go to their website, it says Igor and Red Elvises. Uh, so you have to wonder. Sometimes, uh, you know, foreign speakers have trouble with articles in English. They drop them in some cases and add them where they don't belong. So I just I love it so much. I love <laughs> everything about it is so perfect. It's so perfect. It's like paradise. Uh, that is a cool song, and that is yeah. a, uh, a live version that you can see on on YouTube. And once again, that uh, that bass of balalaika is just too large of an instrument for that individual. In fairness, it was almost too big for the original dude in uh, the band. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's because it, it was it was almost taller than him I, I, in concert. Like it's crazy. The more I um, look. The more I look at it, the more it's got to be some sort of false front to it. There's no way that... I don't know, man. And that and that know. dude, like the strap, it's not one of those super wide straps to really yeah. spread out the pressure. So it's got to be lighter than it looks because it looks like it weighs a ton. Yeah. Maybe you could Google that question. Kurt, how heavy is a balalaika? And, well, I... I that's a unique instrument. That is not an actual bass balalaika. That's uh, like a balalaika is a folk instrument that's um, tuned a specific way and it's meant to be strummed. So I I think that that's just sort of a, mm-hmm. dare I say, a novelty instrument. <laughs> how dare you, Kurt? I dared say it, yes. you. D- oh, how dare you indeed. <laughs> well, as I said... Uh, listening to that song made me think of paradise. So I'm going to play a little bit of the song Sex in Paradise. I'll get me a hat, you'll wear a thong. We'll learn how I dance to a Metallica song. Oh, baby. What a beautiful day. Tra-la-la-la-la. We'll live in a hut and talk about art. We'll get a fat cat. Such a, I don't know if I love him saying tra la la better. Yeah, I like the, the tra la la. It's so good. <laughs> Especially so after good. talking about uh, dancing to the Metallica song. <laughs> to the Metallica song, yes. Oh, <laughs> Not so a lot good. of Metallica songs have the tra la la in them. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't hear much about Sex in Paradise. That's okay. Did you intentionally not <laughs> pick up the... That is uh, correct. You, I played another funny bit of it. Okay. It's a funny song. The foreplay to the sex and... Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very important. You gotta part. warm up. You gotta get ready. <laughs> gotta limber up. Gotta stretch. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Speaking of stretching... <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's very important to stretch before you belly dance. <laughs> how was that one jen did you appreciate that, was that segue five out of five 
Um, yeah, so they had a whole album called "I Want to Watch You Belly Dance," and I'm just—I gonna... want to see you belly dance. Oh, Let me go pardon. ahead and correct you, because this is one of my favorite songs by them. Uh, and "I Want to See You Belly Dance" is hilarious, and I love it. The boys are cool in Istanbul. There's lots of cool in Istanbul. I wish I was in Istanbul with people grooving in the sun. So, first of all, Istanbul is a tough word to rhyme. So, I am... he And he not only <laughs> rhymed it, he rhymed it like three or four times. Uh, I mean, Igor is a multi-talented human being, and I am very proud to be a fan. Very okay. proud. So, I saw this song, and I listened to it. I enjoy this song. It's a very cool song. It's got a very cool, you know, Mideastern uh, groove to it. And But when I saw it, I was like wonder if Jen has ever belly danced. And it, it occurs to me that this sounds exactly like the kind of thing that she did for like a little bit of time, especially if you got into Red Elvises when you were in college, that you probably, that probably like gave you the, you know, my, my prediction is that you, you signed up for a class and maybe you just, you didn't quite get to it. That's probably what, uh, that's my bet if I were a betting man. So Jen, what is your experience with belly dancing? Um, I have not belly danced. Okay. Um, however, I think one of one of the funniest first dates I was ever on was to a Moroccan restaurant where there were belly dancers, um, which seems like a weird choice for a first date. But there you go. Was it like known that there were belly dancers there? Yes. Okay. It was well known. So that, okay. So, but do you have the desire to? To belly dance? I can't say that I do. Oh. I like swing. Yeah. Okay. I... Belly dancing seems fun, and I, I'm sure that it's fun, but like, it just seems out of my wheelhouse, I think. That's what I think. That's exactly why I thought you might want to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. It's a and fair assessment of my, the fact of my that, general... Yeah, and the fact that you heard Igor talking about or singing about this while you're in college, uh, I thought that might have been one of those things that was like a uh, bucket list kind of thing for you, and you you never mentioned it, so that's why I didn't think you actually did it. But I think I, I, I was I would have bet that you had pursued it at one point in time. No, I have not. All right. I mean, I'm still alive, so there's that. <laughs> By the way, Let's I'm not never say never, folks. Okay. That's that's right. I'm, and it sounds like you've got a lot of, you know, irons in the fire, so I'm not trying to... <laughs> I do indeed. I am not adding another one to it at this moment. <sighs> Very good. You know, I've done basically a lot of uh, research in a short period of time, because you mentioned the Red Elvises to me a while ago, and I, uh, I think Yeah, because we were going to go to the concert. Yeah, and I, was, I, and I listened to a couple of the songs back then, but... Um, I really didn't know them before you mentioned them. So I, I've been doing a lot of research, and there's there's a few uh, really funny songs. If I were to have guessed what your favorite song by the Red Elvises was, I was going to guess this one. And you let me, I'm going to just take a look at your face when you hear the song and see how close I am to being correct on that. 
straight up ska song yeah and your love of ska and your love of the red elvises i just assumed that this would have been really high in your list it is a song that i like it's not my favorite my favorite is the song that i picked for the funniest song okay um so when you saw them play how many how many members how many musicians were on the stage it was the original three the original three so how did they Okay, so was that before this? Because they've had this, there was this song, which is like a full oh, ska horns? song. And there was yeah. uh, another song. The that... horns were added later. Okay. So do they typically yeah. tour with horns now? or? I think that they do, yeah. So they typically now, like I would say like late 2000, like late aughts, they started touring with the horn. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I that, enjoy it. Yes. Because I got I saw them with no horns and they were amazing. Then you add horns and your breast to happiness ratio explodes. Yeah. And they're so much fun. Yes. I definitely want to see these guys. Uh this especially if they've got horns. So. We missed them because of the pandemic. Because yeah. I think I was gonna drag you to I, a Red Elvis' show. I was prepared. Yeah, because I think I I think we also have a mutual friend at Tucson Improv Movement that also likes the Red Elvises, and I'm pretty sure he was gonna go too. Okay, I don't it, know who you're I don't talking know if about. This is, I don't know if this is a fake memory. Like I can't I can't justify it, but like I really I want to say that there was somebody who wanted to go with us. Oh, okay. But I can't remember. And it's been a year. And also memories are faulty. That is some good content you just put in there, Jen. <laughs> so much great content. So we were going to go see the Red Elvises. With some mysterious person that you don't want to name. <laughs> <laughs> well, because if I'm wrong, I'll feel rude. Like, I don't, like, he'll be like, no, you never said that. I don't understand why you would think that. Although I dig him. <laughs> okay. Now we've got to figure out, based on that accent, who you're impersonating. <laughs> Oh, it's one of my terrible impersonations. So Red Elvis is also, you know, and since I am a rocket man, I also have to, I have to include a little bit of Love Rocket. Yes. Which when you said that, I was like, Love Pipe? Because Love Pipe is also quite hysterical and I may have to play it after this one. All right. We're gonna rock this joint. Until we sound like Pink Floyd. I love that uh, little turn at the end. And I always like it when they do little musical thing when uh, bands do little musical things. But yeah, I can't imagine the Red Elvis is sounding like Pink Floyd. They're, but uh, if they, I guess if they do enough joints, then 
there you go. That's what you yeah. get. Always it really mellows them out. Yeah. Yeah. Like mellows them down, like from a gen level of 11 to like a three. That's a lot of joints. That's a lot <laughs> of joints. I don't know. Cause I've never tried. Come on, Jen. You can do it if you try. <laughs> <laughs> do or do not. There's no try. <laughs> when you were down in New Orleans, and you're going to have a few drinks. It's probably best if you go drinking with Jesus. Oh my God, this is such a great song. I can't believe I missed it. It is so good. So good. Jesus had a shot of Jose Cuervo. Then we had some whiskey on the rocks. Then we started dancing like two maniacs. Then he said to me, You are a drunk. You are a loser. You are a womanizer. Hallelujah! Why am I not happy? Why am I not rich? So good. And it's hilarious. Let me just say that, like, while I love Igor... Uh, he has not aged well, so I think that all of that was accurate. <laughs> yeah, I, I see some of Have, the Did videos. you see pictures of him from back, way back in the day when I loved, like when I first loved the Red Elvises and then to now? I mean, he's Elvis, right? Uh, yeah, he's from... doing a bang-up job of nailing Elvis. Because <laughs> he sk- was attractive back in the day. Yeah, skinny and now Elvis I'm like, and fat Elvis. Yeah, now he's fat Elvis. It's good. By the way, another thing about the evolution of Igor, maybe it's just me, but it sounds like the the accent that he has in the earlier stuff is maybe a little more authentic. Yes. And that the accent... Now he, he plays it up a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. That is 100%. But I... Really enjoy the commitment to the bit. Yes, so. absolutely. I mean, I can imagine like the middle period where like they're playing a song. He's been in the States for now 10, 15 years. He's losing yeah. his accent. And the producer's like, Igor, what Igor. are you doing? Yeah. Bring it back to more Russia. More <laughs> Mother Russia. Yes. And I, I can... More vaguely Eastern European accents. <laughs> and I can picture him like in the studio. You know how like impressionists often have like a word or two that they say to. Oh, yeah. To, to like, get them into the. I can see him like like getting up to the mic right before he's Chernobyl. about to record. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Chernobyl. I am, I am ready to record. <laughs> oh it's so good gosh darn it it's just amazing it's just all amazing and love the commitment to the bit mm-hmm. well kurt yes Jen. is it time for the, the funniest, funniest song <laughs> by the red elvises all right so this is your band so i'm gonna play the one that made me laugh out loud more than any other ones um, it's a good pick. It is a. It is on. It was on my list, so I did take it off so that you could play it for the funniest song bit. Well, thank you. I had one twenty-six. I did not. What did you have? I had right from the top, basically, where oh, the lyrics okay, came in. Okay, go for in. it. Um, what? I can't remember. I'm, I'm not even going to say the name of it because the reveal of the title of the song is part of what makes this so funny to me. So true. So true. When this comes on the rotation. 
Tops of the charts back in back in 1927 or something. Honestly, like that. this might have been on the charts back in 1927, and it might have gotten scrubbed because we don't like to do cocaine here anymore. It's illegal. <laughs> I mean, listening to it, you know, you drive to the to the bandstand and your studs Bearcat, and you listen to this song, and then my love or your love is better, better than, than cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> So solid. Yeah. So when I heard that, it, it, it you know, going through these songs, it cracked me up. And it's like, did I hear that right? You 110% did. But they do a really good job of like really getting into these different genres, right? You know, they've yes. got the rock ability and, and obviously they've got the big surf rock sound. And this is like, um, you know, I and I don't know enough of the actual bands back in the in the twenties, but this has got a very similar vibe as like Squirrel Nut Zippers. That uh, oh, it it for sure does, and like very much like postmodern jukebox would take a normal like well not a normal but like a pop song yeah, from yeah. today and then retrofy it. This feels like a retrofied um, postmodern jukebox version, and it's so good. I'm like, oh my god, I love it so much. So I think that. This is the second funniest song okay. by the Red Elvis. And I did a good job picking. You did a I'm very good job because I was going to save this. Okay. Well, you did a great job. Thank you. But the absolute funniest song by the Red Elvises, and I can say this because uh, I, it's just perfect every time they say the chorus. It's just out like outright laughter. I played this for some friends last night, and they were like, "How did you even know this song? It's amazing." And it's this little ditty right here. I'm falling in love. She's laughing at me. I work for Taco Bell. She works for KGB. She works for KGB. She works for KGB. I work for Taco Bell. She works for KGB. God, everything. There's Bond music in it. That's right. They There's... they are unapologetic about ripping off other people's music. Well, on but honestly, they do it in such a fun way. Yes, yeah. That like it's not like it's a. They're not trying to be anybody else. No, I get it. They I are trying it. to be the Red Elvises, and there is nothing funnier than I work for Taco Bell. She worked for KGB. <laughs> Yeah, and and for both both this song and for Better Than Cocaine, I almost wish I you know, like they didn't name the song yeah. that because that reveal in the song is like a real punch and it's very funny. It's, you know, so but funny. if you see like on your display, oh, we're listening to a song called She Works for KGB, then it's I don't know though. I don't know though because it's still so 
funny. Yes, it is. It's and you can fun. still play it for other people. Oh, absolutely. Like, and that's even more fun because then it's easy for you to find to play for your <laughs> friends. Because, like, I don't need to search through your catalog. I don't need to remember the obscure name. Like, it's like Chartreuse under Vermilion, but it's really She Were for KGB. Like, I don't need to know the ridiculous name of a song that you've titled over a funny song. I want to know that it's funny going in. Yeah, but you don't want to get the joke revealed. So there was, there was a Lonely Island song. What are you doing? <laughs> nope. There was a okay. there was a Lonely Island song that was on Saturday Night Live that absolutely killed me. And like the first time that I saw it, where it was, uh, you know, Andy Samberg was like uh, Heather Mills. No. Is that right? The she's like a supermodel. Anyway, it's like this club scene and uh and talking about how they're, you know, getting together and they're, you know, going to, you know, going back to his place. And then it is the song Jizzed in My Pants. And when he first says that line, it absolutely killed me. And I wanted to share that, like with you know, a friend of mine that hadn't seen it, and I was like, Oh, I've got the YouTube link, but as soon as he sees the link. It's it's like it's gonna miss you know it's gonna give away that that joke right it's gonna give mm-hmm. away that reveal which was just this is why you've got to do it live me. and in person. Well, okay. Well, it was we're live over Zoom. <laughs> okay, in this particular case, it was <laughs> you know or Facetime twenty five years ago <laughs> or whatever it was, and that was okay. not an option. I could send a link, and that was about it. I, so I sent him the link uh, and said, "Don't look at the title." Of this link, if you can avoid it. <laughs> if you send that to me, I would 100% look at the title. Just so you know. Like, because if you didn't, I probably wouldn't look at the title. <laughs> All right. Well, it's more fun if you don't know. Well, I understand. But like, when you call attention to it, you accidentally do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the mm. thing. I would never look at the title if I was just looking at something you sent me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would just click the link because I trust you, Kurt. Okay. Now All right. I'm scared. No, I <laughs> prepare to be Rickrolled. <laughs> <laughs> never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. And now never gonna Jen make has Rickrolled cry. our listeners. Very good. <laughs> I, that was my favorite song when I was in third grade. I distinctly remember because there was only one other person in the elementary school that I was in that knew it. You know, when it first so came we out, it was friends. like a zero to me. And then when the Rickroll thing happened, oh, I was like, so good. This is, this is a good song. He's <laughs> so good. Yeah. I love Rick Astley. And there's something hypnotic about the way he dances. He's not like a great dancer, but it is like interesting, right? He's got it's, a specific thing. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so Jen, this was your selection. And it is now time to rate... The humor of the red Elvises. How, how can you not give them a ridiculously high score? The red Elvises are a nine out of ten for me. Uh, I was. I'm actually surprised that you picked them that low. Um, they. I don't. Now wanna, I'm scared for what Kurt no, is no, going to no. do because he's sitting there like. Eh, mm, eh, so. 
The definition of a novelty act is, I guess, what mm, we're talking mm, about. Mm, 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 mm. So I don't think that they are, but they really are toeing the line, right? Like they are, I don't know. They play with normal bands. Like when I they it. I get when it. they tour, they tour with normal bands. They don't tour with novelty acts. Hey, Weird Al has toured with normal bands also. That is that is Sir Weird Al. He's not <laughs> Sir Weird Al. But he's Sir Weird Al in my heart. Okay. Yeah, if we just had a royalty system here, he would absolutely be Sir Weird Al. I dub thee Sir Weird Al. <laughs> but I mean, I am now the Queen of America. So this is, I guess, that fuzzy line of what a novelty act is. And I'm, I'm on board with you that they're not a novelty act. They've oh, good. Like, I don't have to kill Kurt, guys. That's, that's, it's been a good day. But you, you have to admit, along the spectrum, they are... Sure. They're a, more novelty than... Than, a, than most bands that we typically covered here. Yeah. And yeah. You know, given that, they are... Uh, they are a very funny band, and I give them an eight and a half. They're just about <gasps> a tick below you. They're they're really good. I am so happy. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them live if they ever come. Oh By the way, God. I took a look at the Red Elvis's website. They are touring heavily in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what are you gonna do? Hopefully, they got their vaccines. I yeah, I hope they do as well. But uh, yeah, that's. It is interesting. It's like, you know, you hear these stories about, it's like, oh, Florida's all opened up. What, I wonder what that means. Oh, I guess bands that... Uh, all the bands are playing there. Yeah. So if you are a music fan and not fearing the COVID... Or oh, are fully vaccinated, <laughs> head on over to Florida. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Jen, that was your pick of the Red Elvises, which means that it's time for a listener pick. Yes, and we had one of our listeners write in with a pick that I think was meant just for me. Uh, Brad has suggested the White Stripes, and I'm so excited. I am excited as well. One of my favorites, and obviously one of your favorites as well. I am wearing White Stripes at this moment. <laughs> All right, so until next week, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And, and we, we just, just made, made a, a podcast. podcast. Okay. One, that's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect. Is it though? Oh, my voice hurts my